pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. High Five Casino Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. A family camping, slaughtered, murdered in their sleep. Why? I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. First of all, take a listen to this. He did run just to the first set of adults, and she is the one that called 911. DCI isn't releasing some details out of respect for the family, but one thing they say we might never know is why. You try to wrap our rational minds around a very irrational behavior. And more from Bo Bowman at KCCI. The Iowa Division of Criminal Investigation says Tyler, Sarah, and Lula Schmidt were all shot at the Makokita Caves on July 22nd. The autopsies found the mother and the father were also stabbed, and their six-year-old daughter was strangled. Got a woman on the phone, says a kid came up to her camper, says uh, at least one of her, his parents were shot. That scanner audio was the first call for assistance at the campground. We knew that child was nine-year-old Arlo Schmidt. The little boy wandering from tent to tent, trying to tell someone that mommy and daddy 
have been shot. Can you even imagine that? And now we know the six-year-old little sister was strangled. Who would do this to a family quietly sleeping in their tent on a campout? Especially because of scouts now, but forever. We have taken our twins camping, RVing all across the country, especially during COVID, to think that someone would use a campground as a hunting ground. Again, I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thanks for being with us. We have an incredible panel to make sense of what we know right now. But first, I want to go to a special guest joining us. It's Adam Morehouse. This is one of the mom, Sarah Schmidt, who was murdered in her own tent on a family campout. This is her brother. Adam, thank you for being with us. Hi, good morning. Thank you. You know, Adam, I hated to even introduce you that way because I know it must be so hard to put your mind around what you and your family are living through. But first of all, how is little Arlo, the nine-year-old son? Arlo's doing well. He's got a great support network of uh, family and friends surrounding him on a daily basis. And uh, the the outpouring um, of support from everybody uh, all around the world has been absolutely incredible through all of this. Is Arlo living with relatives, with family? Uh, that's correct. He's he's currently still living in the in that area, and uh, he is with uh, immediate family at this time. Can I ask you, Adam, will he be able to go back to his regular school that he was already in? Let's see, nine years old. Is that third or fourth grade? Uh, yes, ma'am. I, I believe he's going into fourth grade. Um, I could be wrong on that, but... Um, you know, I, a lot of people ask and have been asking, you know, when's what do we think is uh, is a normal uh, to get back to? And um, as we can all imagine, there's no such thing as going back to normal for Arlo in any sort of sense. No, there's really not. I know you're saying, Adam, that he's got support and relatives, which a lot of children don't have after a tragedy like this. But there's just no replacing mom and dad and little sister because Adam... My children, John, David, and Lucy are twins, and they do everything together, everything, to to go forward without his little sister and mom and dad. That's that's just a horrible, horrible burden for Arlo. I'm just so grateful that you and your family, you're all there to try to help him through this, and I wonder how he's ever going to get past his memories of that night because he's the one that sounded the alarm. Adam, when did you first realize something horrible had happened? Uh, so I was notified by phone from one of my other sisters. Uh, she was she lives in South Dakota, and um, after the tragedy happened, they immediately started, the first responders started trying to find next of kin, and uh, they notified a local police department in South Dakota where my other sister is living who did a, a home visit for her. Um, and so she called me and I was notified about six and a half, seven hours after the incident over the phone. What went through your mind? Do you remember that moment? I do. It's definitely something I'll never forget. It's, um, it's a thing that several people have gone through before and I have actually helped and talked to others as well, uh, through events like that. And then to have it happen to me was, uh, I went through the different stages of shock pretty much immediately from grief to sadness to absolute rage back to sadness and, and disbelief and everything in between guys adam morehouse is with me uh the mom who was murdered in her tent along with her husband t- 
Tyler, their six-year-old daughter, Lula. Her brother is with us. Adam, um, where were you when you got that call? Uh, so I live in the Detroit area, and actually my children were at uh, church camp that whole week. And I was picking them up from church camp uh, when I got notified over the phone, um, which was a blessing in disguise to be surrounded by a whole family of, of faith that we have, uh, along with our pastors that were right there, um, to be able to, to sit there and just be with each other for, the, for about an hour. Adam, were you told immediately how they were killed? When did you find out they had actually been murdered in their camping tent at night while they're asleep? So I didn't find out. Uh, I found out saying that they were that they were shot and killed. Um, that is the only information that I was given. Um, and then a- after the investigation was getting closer to completion towards the end of the following week was how uh, I found out at, that they were uh, what the caliber handgun was that was used and everything in between. But uh, I have purposely stayed away from all media outlets. Uh, I still have never read a report on what actually happened. Um, I was not told any details and I'm doing that kind of twofold, but for my own grief process, uh, as well as trying to be kind of unbiased in all of this, because the way I'm dealing with it is I know the outcome and the outcome is four lives are gone and there's nothing we can do to go back. And so grieving with all of this, I, I still don't know many details. Adam, can I tell you something? And I, of all people, you would never suspect this. I have never gone back. I've never gone to the site where my fiance was murdered. I don't, I don't want to. I've never read the police report. I know what the prosecutor told me at the trial, but it's so painful that it can throw me into a depression that I, it will take me, I don't know how long to get out of. And now I have the children and I don't mm-hmm. want them, you know, to be around me being sad and depressed. So I, you know, that's probably not healthy. I'm sure Dr. Jory Crosson is going to pull me aside after today. But I think it's called compartmentalization. I, I, I completely understand what you're saying. I, I hardly know which way to go next. I don't know if you've ever been in that spot where I have so many questions and such an incredible panel with me. But I'm going to go to the facts with me, a uh, high-profile reporter out of KCRG TV 9 that's out of Iowa, Brian Tabak is with us. And you can find him on Facebook at Brian Tabak KCRG. Brian, I really appreciate you being with us today. Where did this happen, Brian? Explain that to me because, you know, I just wrote a book, another book, and this is called Don't Be a Victim, Fighting Back Against America's Crime Wave. And because... We, my family, are big campers and RVers, hikers, swimmers, all that. I wanted to write about dangers RVing and camping. And I first really keyed into it when I heard about a serial killer, Israel Keys, because he would actually stalk campgrounds. Um, Where you think you're out in nature and you're safe, and typically you are, there are people that are like wolves. Uh, like the hyena at the watering hole on the savannah waiting to attack an innocent person. I got to hear about this. Tell me about this location. So it's in Jackson County. It's in the eastern part of the state. It's about uh, an hour east of Cedar Rapids. Uh, the caves are popular for the state park. It's popular for its bluffs, 
pine trees, 13 caves, and six miles of trails. Do you mind saying that again? I want to take that in. How many caves? 13 caves. Brian Tabak, uh, from what I've learned, there are 323 acres at least. And the caves are incredibly deep, like 100 feet deep, based on what you've told me, Brian. So out of all of that land, we have this family who goes camping, and they are the ones singled out, correct? Yes. Now, where 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 is the park located? The park's located, in, again, in Jackson County, Iowa. It's the eastern part of the state. It's about an hour east of Cedar Rapids. To Adam Morehouse, this is the mom, Sarah Schmidt's brother, who has stayed away from media but has kindly joined us today. And I'm really grateful, Adam. Thank you. Were Was Sarah and her family outdoor people? They were extremely outdoorsy. Uh, they loved to get out and hike as a family. Um, they even bought snowshoes this previous Christmas. Uh, so they could start enjoying the winter months and everything together. So as the children were growing, they became more and more comfortable staying overnight uh, outside and campsite. So they had frequented many areas in the Wisconsin, Iowa, Minnesota area, um, leaving out of Cedar Falls there. I bet her Facebook or whatever she had, Insta, was full of pictures of her family out camping and hiking right they absolutely are yep there's uh um several pictures that are out there uh including all the social media posts and the media outlets that i provided all the photos from and uh every single one of them that we have of them as a family in the past two years are all outdoors hiking and camping together The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Is getting gas at Chevron burning a hole in your wallet? What if I told you you can easily earn cash back while you fill up? Introducing Drop, the app that turns every fill up into a reward. With Drop, you'll earn points to get free gift cards every time you fill up your tank. Download Drop and use code DROP77 to instantly receive $5 in points to jumpstart your savings journey. Don't miss out on turning your gas expenses into something rewarding. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design icon West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of the two companies' shared values of premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. I want to do that. 
Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Nancy. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I want to go to a special guest joining us, Greg Smith. You know him well. He's a special deputy sheriff, Johnson County Sheriff's Office in Kansas, and he's the executive director of the Kelsey Smith Foundation, named after his daughter, Kelsey, that was murdered. Greg, can I ask you, when we talk about these cases, you and I, does it bring back or stir up losing Kelsey? Oh, yeah, absolutely. In fact, it it brings back um, any case that I've been involved in uh, that has something like this, uh, you know, the Kara Kopetsky case, which happened right about the same time as Kelsey is one that comes to mind. Um, you know, I was listening and I think one of the things that we talk about in some of our training is that a homicide is a unique crime and that it touches so many people. There are so many victims. There are so many additional assaults that occur after the homicide um, that it, it causes so much emotional trauma. I mean, you even represent Nancy when you were talking. Um, it's just one of those things. Uh, there's you can't fix it. Uh, you can't make it better. There's no matter what happens, even if even if there's a successful arrest conviction, you know the whole nine yards. It still doesn't bring back your loved one. And you know it's interesting to Catherine Morris joining me in addition to Greg Smith, Adam Morehouse, and Brian Tabak. Catherine, a special victims liaison at the state attorney's office, she is joining us out of Maryland. Catherine, when I first learned about the murders of this family, camping, sleeping in their tent at night on this wonderful, idyllic trip, when I heard about it, you know what I was doing, Catherine? I was right in the middle of folding up my son's camp hammock. He is a camper that he likes to pitch a hammock and not a tent, and he camps in the hammock. We put out a tent, and he camps in the hammock, and then at night may or may not put a covering that goes over like a V, inverted V, over the hammock. He stays in there all night. 
Um, I was rolling it up, getting ready to go camping. And I, I heard about this case. And I've got to tell you, it just, I felt like I got the wind knocked out of me. And it, it made me wonder, first of all, what happened uh, with Arlo Schmidt, the nine-year-old little boy that was running from tent to tent trying to get help. But it made me worry about how safe it really is to take our family camping. Absolutely. There are certain things that I think we all grow up are thinking are safe. A family camping trip is the top of the list. You're with your family. You're in a state park. You're you're in a safe place. You're protected. It's like the violation of a crime in your home. It's the place that's to be protected. It's not where you ever expect this kind of crime to occur. And to Dr. Jory Crosen, joining us, psychology and faculty, St. Leo University, author of Operation SOS. Dr. Jory, thanks for being with us. The dichotomy of feeling so safe and then being exposed to an unspeakable crime, wiping out nearly an entire family on top of them being asleep on a vacation trip. The dichotomy of that is it's jarring, Dr. Jory. It's hard to get your mind around. Yeah, and it, the re- reciprocating throughout, you know, society, too. Everybody that reads that, of course, is shocked because I think all of us have been outdoors, you know, if not camping, just being out in a safe place, especially state parks. You know, the majority of them have uh, officers on duty at the gate, but they also patrol. So you feel this sense of security there, even sleeping I know here in Florida they do. They make rounds just like, you know, regular patrol officers. And to have that um, violated, uh, it really impacts people. To Adam Morehouse, kind enough to join us, he has not been doing media rounds and trying to deal with the loss of his sister, his brother-in-law, his little niece, Lula, just six years old. And I am so grateful, Adam Morehouse, that you were joining us. And while you're here, I'd like to tell everyone about a GoFundMe. You you only have to Google Arlo Schmidt GoFundMe, and you'll see it to help Adam. Adam, to help Arlo as he grows up with all of the expenses of school and hopefully college and having a life, therapy, whatever he's going to need after Being in that tent, discovering his mom and dad and little sister dead. That's the way we find it, right, Adam? Arlo Schmidt, GoFundMe? That is correct, yep. And uh, so many people have already donated, and um, there's no way to say thank you uh, for all the support from our families, from the Schmidt family and the Morehouse family, uh, for everything that everybody has done for Arlo uh, up until this point and in the future. The Cedar Falls area and everybody worldwide who has tapped into that is just uh, absolutely incredible. Adam, was Sarah, your sister, was she always an outdoors person? Uh, Yes, she was. So she went to school at Truman State University um, up in Kirksville, Missouri, and then followed that on to to work and went to school at Kansas University. And uh, she worked in the science department there and was uh, involved with a program called Monarch Watch uh, and was um, attempting to get her doctorate for the longest time uh, doing a big study of the Kansas River. Uh, and the insects that are in that area. And um, she'd always been out on the water. She's always been outside uh, camping and hiking all through Girl Scouts growing up and uh, all the way until this event. 
You know, I noticed, Adam, and I, I still do it too, you're referring to their murders as this event. It, it's really hard. It's really hard to call it anything else, I understand. Back to the facts, to Brian Tabak, KCRG TV9, joining us. When did you first learn about this family being attacked and killed? When that, that day, that Friday night, I uh, saw the mayor and made a post. The mayor of Cedar Falls made a post on Facebook, and I had reached out to him uh, to see what he had known about it immediately. What happened that evening? Take a listen to our friends at GMA. Tyler and Sarah Schmidt and their six-year-old daughter Lula were found dead in their tent at the Makokata State Park campground Friday. Their nine-year-old son Arlo surviving, running to get help. A report of a child that went to another camper uh, said that uh, there was a possible shooting in his camper. Parents are in there. This family camping, three of them killed seemingly randomly. When authorities found them, they evacuated the campground. Investigators, family, friends, and community members all seek the same answer tonight. Why? Why would somebody do this to a Cedar Falls family enjoying time together while they camped? But the why may never come, according to the Division of Criminal Investigation's assistant director. The DCI says that the Schmitz had been camping in a tent in Makokata Caves State Park Friday morning. Adam Morehouse is joining us. This is the mom, Sarah's brother. Adam, were they all in the same tent or did they have separate tents? Uh, no, they were all camping in one tent. Mm-hmm. So the little boy, Arlo, age nine, who lived, was in the tent at the time of the shootings and stabbings. We knew that Arlo was in the tent, at least at the beginning. Um, we don't know exactly how he was able to get out. Uh, and the only information really that we do know is that the DCI uh, investigators and the first responders uh, and the detectives who first spoke to Arlo said that he was an absolute ideal witness. Poor little guy. I mean, Dr. Jory Crossan, you're the psychologist. How is he ever going to get beyond being in the tent? at the time, and, and escaping while mom and dad and little sister are killed and running from tent to tent trying to get help. You know, any, with trauma, there's this psychological dynamic of time compression where things slow down. As the body starts to experience that high level of stress and trauma, it almost like electrifies the body. You get into this denial, and some people have that fight or flight. Some have that freeze and submit, but the time just seems to stop where it compresses. Uh, the best way to get through that is with, you have to decompress time, and it just takes time to do that. And just like what he said as being a, a ideal witness, uh, you know, he has that ability, and especially properly interviewed, you know, he'll be able to, to com- decompress that time and that trauma together. Poor little guy. Oh, age nine. I'm curious, Dr. Michelle Dupree joining me right now, forensic pathologist, former medical examiner, author of Homicide Investigation Field Guide. Dr. Dupree, thank you for being with us. I I find it very unusual that the killer used three modes of murder. He shot the family in their sleep, I bet you don't see that a lot, shooting someone in their sleep, stabbed some of them and strangled the little girl. I don't, 
That's very odd. Killing them three times over, essentially. Nancy, that is very odd. Most um, most people obviously don't do that. And so um, he obviously most likely brought the weapons with him. Uh, we know that he brought the gun with him. That's very strange. Guys, Take a listen to our friend at GMA. You're going to hear some police dispatch. Listen. The family from Cedar Falls was on vacation. Stranger wearing all black, yeah, in a tent, had some sort of a small gun, and he took off running. A stranger wearing all black got in the tent, had some sort of a small gun, and then took off running. Greg Smith, Special Deputy Sheriff, joining us out of Johnson County, Wearing all black, that tells me the killer had dressed up ninja style to attack an innocent family in their sleep. What does that tell you? Well, it sounds like it was calculated. It was pre-planned, um, but uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that that family was the target. Or known to the killer. And I can tell you just right now, Catherine Marsh, we're going to know the killer is a man. And I'm basing that on statistics Right off the bat, uh, it's highly unlikely the killer would be a female. Agree? Agreed, especially when you add in the modes of that were used in this case, specifically strangulation. That is almost always predominantly a male method of killing. Guys, this is not the first time that an innocent family has been attacked camping. Uh, take a listen to our cut 14, our friends at KABC. The investigation continues into who shot and killed Tristan Baudet during a camping trip with his two little girls at Malibu Creek State Park in Calabasas at Allergan and Irvine, where the 35-year-old scientist helped with research and development. The company says it is rare that we lose a friend and colleague, especially in an event that was senseless and difficult to understand. Tristan will be remembered as a talented scientist who was admired by all who knew him. There's nothing you can describe that losing a family member like that, particularly like this, a family man like this with two small children. Tristan Baudet had taken his children camping, his two little girls, as I recall, Jackie, correct me if I'm wrong, the mom was studying for some exam and he took them for the weekend so she could have complete total quiet so she could study and the case lingered for a long time as authorities tried to determine who would shoot into a tent of a sleeping, a family about to go to sleep. Take a listen to our friends at CBS News. Tristan Baudet was shot in the head as he lay sleeping with his two young daughters in a tent. The suspect has a lengthy criminal background, including illegal weapons possession, and apparently picked his victims at random. Anthony Rauda was blocked from cameras by his public defender as he appeared in a Los Angeles courtroom Monday. Authorities reportedly say the 42-year-old was a survivalist who lived off stolen food while often sleeping outside in the Malibu area. He now faces multiple charges, including the murder of 35-year-old Tristan Baudet. To Adam Morehouse, this is mom, Sarah Schmidt's brother. Sarah lost her life in the tent with her family that night. Adam, so hard, and I, I dealt with this too, it's so hard to comprehend that this could have been a random killing. Because in Tristan Baudet's case, the dad with the two little girls I just told you about, the killer didn't know them. He just targeted campers. Just like shooting a bird up in the sky. You don't know the victim. He just targeted 
campers. That's really hard to take in. No real, no connection whatsoever. No motive, no grudge, no angry argument, nothing, Adam, nothing at all. That's, that's definitely been the, one of the hardest struggles uh, in this entire thing for everybody is uh, we were immediately asked by several of the investigators, did we, did we know the families involved? Uh, do we know any of the alleged individuals? Was there any contact? And uh, that's one thing I've been stressing from the beginning of all this is this was 100% random, that, that there was no interaction. Nobody knew each other. Uh, this individual just decided on a whim that morning uh, to pick a tent and to walk into oh. a tent and inflict evil. And um, now my family and the Schmidt family, and more importantly, Arlo Schmidt, uh, is living with that forever. You said that morning. What time did the shootings occur? Um, I don't know that to, uh, to the, the correct extent. I just, uh, I just know that I was notified um, later that day in the early afternoon period. Brian Tabak joining us, KCRG TV 9 out of Iowa. You've been on the case from the get-go, Brian. What time do we believe the shootings occurred? We believe around 6 a.m. Uh, Friday morning. Interesting. Dr. Michelle Dupree joining me, a forensic pathologist and author. Dr. Dupree, you don't see a lot of crimes of this ilk occurring at 6 a.m., but those are the heavy sleeping hours when, you know, the early morning hours between, say, 2 a.m. and 6 a.m., when you're fine, we've finally gotten to sleep on a hard surface of the ground and completely unaware what's going on around you. Yes, Nancy, that's exactly right. And so, I mean, if you look at it, it's unfortunately a perfect opportunity for something like this because the people are unaware. Completely unaware. Earlier, I mentioned to you a serial killer, Israel Keys, that stalked victims at campgrounds. Listen to our friends at CrimeOnline.com. Serial killer Israel Keys was set apart from other serial killers. He had no victim type. It didn't matter whether it was a man or a woman he killed or ethnicity. But the thing that Key's victims had in common was where he would find them. Listen to Key's speaking to the FBI. If I was smart, I would let them come to me. Just remote area. Come, come go to a remote area that's not anywhere near where you live. That other people go to as well. Those remote areas, according to Keys, included lakes, beaches, national parks, campgrounds, especially wooded areas. He was very comfortable out in the woods and in uh, wilderness areas. Keys told the FBI that by the age of 14, he realized that he could sit in the woods for hours on end without making a move. You know, Adam Morehouse uh, joining me, special guest today. This is mom, Sarah, who lost her life in her camping tent with her family. Adam, it just, I, I don't know really how to react to hearing a killer speak so calmly, so nonchalantly about stalking his victims at campgrounds. It's like he has no idea the wake of pain he's leaving behind him. It, that's exactly right. And, and I think the biggest thing to remember in all that, when you hear uh, individuals who are still around who have committed such heinous acts, is that uh, that's the big part of the, the mental instability that um, other folks kind of have a hard time, I think, dealing with, um, that others 
somebody like myself, uh, I understand the repercussions and I know what it pain it could cause and everything in between. And now I'm part of it. And, um, and I think listening and hearing other serial killers who are talking about this or individuals who have done this, uh, obviously are in a mental state that are different than what I can even comprehend. And that's the hardest, uh, struggle to try to figure out as a, as a human being. The following is a high five moment from high five casino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Are you spending a fortune while shopping on Amazon? What if I said you can earn cash back while you shop? Introducing Drop, the ultimate rewards app. Whether it's fashion, electronics, or groceries, you can earn free gift cards just by shopping online or in-store at tons of your favorite brands. Download the Drop app now and start earning while you shop. Plus, for a limited time, use code DROP11 to get $5 in points instantly. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Don't let a bad mattress stand between you and a good night's sleep. Lisa Mattress can help. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer incredible comfort and support at every price point. Collectively, their mattresses have over 20000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your own home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Dr. Jory Cross, and I want to follow up on what Adam Morehouse, special guest joining us, just said. He's referring to the nonchalant discussion this killer is having 
of his victims he stalked at campgrounds. It's not a mental illness. I think it's a characteristic that you don't feel someone else's pain. Yeah, they're they're able to, well, really that feeling doesn't exist in them if you follow some psychological theories. They're just incapable. And when you listen to them verbalize, there's no emotionality. You notice the flat tone. Plus, they don't use, if they use any emotional words, they have no meaning to them. They're not something where you can actually see that it has impacted them like love or caring for people. You know, Catherine Marsh joining a special victims liaison, state attorney general's office and star of the No Gray Zone podcast. Catherine, I have sat in court so many times and when the jury wasn't looking or wasn't in the courtroom, I'd look over at the defendant and they would be so calm and cool, like nothing had ever happened. They show very little emotion at times. They will, as you know, they can sit there and just doodle and act like nothing else is going on around them, especially when they are detached emotionally from what they did and the harm that they've caused. A family on a camping trip slaughtered by a gunman as they slept in their own tent. The sole survivor, a nine-year-old little boy, Arlo, set for a lifetime of trauma after escaping that tent. Of course, Israel Key's not the only one. These are a pair of victims that came to light during the Gabby Petito murder investigation. Crystal Turner and Kylan Schulte murdered. Listen to our friends at ABC4. Friends say 24-year-old Kylan Schultz and 38-year-old Crystal Turner were married on April 20th of this year and often camped together with their pet rabbit. Moab resident Cindy Sue Hunter shopped at the food cooperative where Kylan worked. When the couple hadn't been heard from in three days, Hunter got a phone call from Kylan's father in Montana. He said, I just found out that there was a creeper dude that they were scared of that Uh, They were saying they needed to move their camp. And more from our friends at Fox 13. The Grand County Sheriff's Office has identified 44-year-old Adam Pinkowitz as a suspect in the murders of Kylan Schulte and Crystal Turner. The newlyweds were camping in the LaSalle Mountains. Their bodies were found with multiple gunshot wounds on August 18th of last year. Pinkowitz was a former employee at a McDonald's where Crystal Turner worked, just outside of downtown Moab. So as it turns out, there was a connection between that killer and the two women he murdered as they camped. So in this particular case that we're talking about, Adam Morehouse, the resolution was a hard one to fathom. Take a listen to our friends at WQAD. Police say this all started just before 6.30 this morning. Three people were found dead in the park's campground. Then a short time later, a fourth person was discovered nearby. That person was identified as the suspected shooter, 23-year-old Anthony Sherwin of Nebraska, who authorities say died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. The mother of the suspect, who was also at the park at the time of the shooting, writing in a statement to ABC News, he gave us no warning that he was planning anything of this sort. Anthony was not capable of this sort of violence. But authorities say all indicators point to the suspect. There's nothing to indicate that there was anyone else responsible or anyone else acting with him. Sarah Schmidt's brother says nine-year-old Arlo is safe with family in Cedar Falls. 
And he described him as an amazing, bright young child who's been a courageous little man in all of this. To Brian Tavick joining us, KCRG TV 9, who is the suspect, Anthony Sherwin, age 23? We, we know very little about him. We just know that he's from La Vista, uh, Nebraska. We also know that his mother claims that in no way would he ever have done this. To Greg Smith joining us, Deputy Sheriff Johnson County Sheriff's Office in Kansas, what do you make of that? Because in er- nearly every trial I ever tried, right behind the defendant would be his mother, who would never believe her son had done such a thing. Yeah, it seems to be a common theme, Nancy. There's always seems like there's always a family member somewhere that um, it sits right there behind the defendant and and is you know fully behind them, and that, that this this is a miscarriage of justice or something along those lines, despite. of the time, there's overwhelming evidence that, you know, points to the contrary. In this case, Dr. Michelle Dupree, I would imagine that the perp being found with the weapon would be the biggest indicator because he, the suspect, used the weapon on himself. And clearly, those ballistics can be traced back to the bullets inside the Schmidt tent. Explain how that works. Yes, Nancy, that's exactly right. And one of the other most interesting things about this is that he used a ghost gun. And a ghost gun is either a kit gun or one that is put together without a serial number um, that the person makes themselves. It can also be 3D printed. And so this was this was premeditated. This was intentional. And then, as you said, to find him with the weapon and to have used that weapon on himself, this is irrefutable. Irrefutable ballistics. And everyone... Um when I say, Catherine Marsh, you jump in because you're also familiar with this. Uh, a bullet is like a fingerprint. When a gun is created uh, with hot metal, it dries a certain way. Inside the long portion of the gun, there are drippings of metal. And when a bullet hurtles down that cylinder, certain marks, striations is what they're called, are made on a bullet. So you take the known bullet from inside the Schmidt's tent, you fire a test shot with the murder weapon and compare the two bullets under a microscope. And that is really irrefutable evidence, as Dr. Dupree said, Catherine Marsh. Absolutely. We rely on ballistic, as you said, fingerprinting all the time. Those striations, which are basically twists and turns that are on the fired bullet, can be matched to the gun through that test fire to any other bullets that are on scene to show that they all came from one gun. We'd probably also be looking here for blood testing on Mm -hmm. his body, on DNA evidence within the tent, on fingerprints within the tent. All of those make that overwhelming evidence picture. Now, the mom, Celia, the mom of the killer, denies her son could be the killer, claiming Arlo said the gunman was wearing black, but that her son was wearing green. Adam Morehouse is joining us. Adam, thank you so much for speaking out today. And what is your message to everyone listening or watching? Uh, my message is definitely the, the, the one that the Schmidt family, Tyler and Sarah, Lula, and even Arlo, uh, were the, the quintessential Midwestern family that a lot of people think about um, when it comes to volunteerism, when it comes to caring and kindness uh, and faith. And knowing who they were was 
extremely fortunate and loving in my, uh, my situation. Um, but n- understanding and seeing how many people that they affected, uh, who have come out and, uh, supported us all through this entire, uh, uh, tragedy has just been absolutely incredible. Um, so I want to thank everybody, the, both families want to make sure everybody is thanked, uh, for all of their support now and going forward, uh, as well as it's cliche to say, but, uh, enjoy every moment that you have while you're on this earth, uh, whether that be with family or doing what you love, because you never know. Adam, it's not cliche. We all get so caught up in our everyday lives or buzzing around like little ants that it's so easy to forget, to appreciate every moment. And I, like you, was totally changed by a tragic murder. And it makes me realize every day how blessed we are. Thank you for being with us. Thank you. Thank you. Nancy Grace, Crime Stories, signing off. Goodbye, friend. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Tired of routine Walgreens trips? Get rewarded for shopping with Drop. With Drop, you can earn free gift cards on groceries, gas, and more. Download Drop now and use code DROP55 to get $5 in points. Join Drop today. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's Best Hybrid Mattress five years running. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.